Radio Check, everybody. This week, we're going to continue our conversation with Black Rock Ranger, Kathosaurus. I'm Keeper, and we're going to be talking about the origin story of the women of Khaki. Yeah, it's funny. Kathosaurus is going to jump right in and tell us how she got started with that. Radio. 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 Check, check, check. And I went to the ranger council and I was like, hey, you know, we just need somewhere where we can vent and just talk about our experiences as women in this group um, in particular. And they told me no. They're like, yeah, um, it's ranger oneness and we can't have breakoff groups because then, you know, what if I wanted to have a white male ranger group breakoff? Then how would you feel? And I was like, yeah, it's called bang sticks. And anyways, so I'm just like, yeah, it's still not working for me. So I actually went over the heads of the Ranger Council and I went straight to Danger and Dusty. And I was just like, hey, um, some Ranger women want to get together and have like an email list. And um, can we do that on rangers.org? Because that was also important to me. I didn't want it to be some Yahoo list. You know, I don't think Google even existed then. I want at rangers.org because I don't want your separate but equal bullshit. And I want to make sure that you boys that just said no, that I can't do this, know that I fucking did it. Because I am not, again, a nice person. And so I did. I went to Ranger, um, Danger Ranger and Dusty, and she was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And that's how that um, was born, the list. Being not a woman, I've never seen that list. How long did it last for? <sighs> years. Yeah, it was a really long time. And then it transit. Now there's a Facebook group. Yeah, it turned into a Facebook group kind of cool. when that took over. The the calendar the calendar happened because I was again angry. Um this is a running theme through this whole thing. <laughs> it was after though. We already had the women of khaki. We did. We had list. the list. And and then that the 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 calendar happened because Black Swan, bless her, had decided that she wanted to have um, a dome, an actual structure, and not just like because back then Hotel Moron was just like if somebody had an extra tent, you'd bring it and set it up. And we had a super high person that we didn't want to hand over to the BLM, we would literally put them in the tent, zip it shut, and call it a day. And then somebody would kind of sit back there and make sure that they didn't like get out. I mean, really. Or you'd sit them in a camp chair in front of HQ, but then people started asking them questions. And, asking <laughs> and so put them I mean, in a ranger shirt. You should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was hotel moron. I, I don't even know if we're allowed to say that anymore. Originally it was camp moron. And then it became hotel moron. And it was about to become the moron motel. But then we figured out we really shouldn't say that anymore. So it became sanctuary. That's what we know it and love it as today. Back to Cathosaurus. Black Swan got there and was just like, well, we need a structure, guys. Like, this isn't working for me. So she got on all calm and basically asked people to, like, chip in, like, five or ten bucks. So she herself physically could go buy the pipes, bend them, mark them, gas to get the damn thing out there. And so she could build this proper-ish dome. Um, that we were that we were putting like blue tarps over. I mean, it it really was just you know like what we had at the time. And and I remember that somebody went to the Borg and said like, "Hey, we need money to build this thing. 
it's really needed, you know, and the board came back with like, oh, we don't condone drug use at this festival, sorry, and refused to give us any money for it. I know, again, not painting the Borg or the Rangers in the best light. And so I was just like, hey, um, this is fucking bullshit that, that volunteers are having to donate 5 to $10 of their own money to make something that, that needs to be there. Yeah, it's taking care of the community and giving them a safe place to be. And Hello. not just because they're high, like maybe they had a psychotic yeah. break. Maybe some shit went down for them. They just need a maybe safe place. Maybe they got attacked by zombies that were trying to eat their brains. <laughs> you know, you fucking don't know. And so like, so that was really bugging me. And I remember standing in front of HQ with Haiku and chatting about how we needed like a wealthy benefactor or how we needed to do something. And and I was like, we need a calendar so we can fucking sell it and make some money. And, and Haikus was like, hey, I brought all my photography gear here on the pl- to the playa this year. And Divine was pissed because it took up so much space. And it was taking space away for her costumes. <laughs> and so he was like, that would be really good because now I can justify to my wife why I brought all this shit out here. And I was like, awesome. And so God bless it. We, we just started like, I, I mean, it was like, uh, honest, I was showing up at camps going like, oh, there's a bunch of ranger ladies at camp at this camp. I'll go ask there. Oh, hey, I know someone's over here. Hey, do you know anybody else that's a female ranger here this year that we can take pictures of? And that, I mean, that's how it went. I, I was setting my watch to be the first five minutes, the, the first and last five minutes of every shift change. So I could go out there with my disposable camera and take headshots of any female rangers I saw there that I didn't think I was capturing in any of the photo shoots that we were starting to have, which was just fucking weird. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that... <laughs> Did you use any of those ones that you got on your camera? Did you use any oh, of those? Oh, gosh, yeah. So we took all these pictures, and then we came home. At the time, I didn't even own a computer, y'all. I would, I would go to the um, library to do my email like every couple days because I didn't own a computer. Those were the days. Yep. You know, like, cause I didn't have money. I was a fucking student. I had two waitressing jobs and I was in school. Um, and so I was like, okay. And, and I contact cause I am a gigs villain, you know? Um, and so I, I contacted whoever did the um, trading cards. Um, cause we, you know, we have our gigs trading cards. Right. Back then, and uh, we went with that printer because he was in LA. Um, at the time, I was living in Palm Springs, and then I borrowed a laptop from somebody I don't even remember now. And I was just begging any ranger that had any kind of Photoshop skills whatsoever to help me do these pictures, um, like the layout and organization, the layout, and the exactly and the- of of these photos. Um, cause it was complex. There was like the big fuck. picture part on top that mo- had multiple pictures on yes. most of the pages. And yes. then there were, there were like fade out background shots and the actual yep. grid that had the calendar in it. Yep. It was, it's beautiful. Thank you. Um, it, it took me months, but at the same time, it also had to be done in December cause it's a fucking calendar. Um, and so like I, I double stacked my waitressing. So I was working nights or lunches and dinners. And then I could take like two days off and then I would run to LA and try to get stuff done in LA. Um, 
you know, uh, yeah, I remember seeing you during, I think it was when we were getting ready to do the mailings, like all the oh, envelopes yeah. and all the boxes so, and stuffing the things. And so I, I made this thing, oh, there was one, I, I, there was one non-ranger that worked on the calendar and that was my best friend in college. He was a um, graphic artist for EA and he made video games. And so I like sat, I slept on his floor, like for, I think I took like two days off of work. So it was four days and he did like, he and I did like four layouts. So he would, cause again, I'm not a computer person. And so he would show me what to do and then he would leave for work. And then I would work like for a few hours and then he would come home at lunch and be like, Oh wow. Hmm, let's see if we can fix that. And then, you know, and that went on for like four days. Um, I was, I was, I wasn't sleeping. I would, we were, I was just drinking and, and making calendars uh, layouts. <laughs> And so he and I did four, four months. Um, and then we also did all the grids, like you said, like the actual calendar grid of it. Um, there are over 50 women in that calendar. Um, uh, Harley is one of them. Um, I, you know, like I, I, we did it. Um, and what and happened so, when you put, when you were about to put it out, was there any flack once it was finished? <laughs> Well, so I went to the ranger.org or the burningman.org and I went and, and, and hand clicked on every single email for every single regional person and sent them like a, Hey, we're selling a calendar and you should buy it. Um, you know, like, like you fuck. do. And, like you um, do. and then you should pay me out. I didn't, I didn't even have enough money on my credit card to pay for the printing. I had to borrow money from somebody. So I had enough room on my credit card so I could fucking go to the printer. Um, you know, like I, I don't know what I was thinking. And it, I mean, and it was like a couple thousand dollars, like, which to me at that time was like, well, hi, I work two waitressing gigs. Like that was a lot of money. And so I, I did. And I, and I went and, you know, and then it went wildfire. I mean, it really did. Because you also have to remember back then, like in 2004, 2005, the Burning Man was just starting to get like international coverage. Um, and so like all of a sudden all these like orders started coming in and I hadn't even thought, I hadn't got that far. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, well, I've got these pictures and I'm going to make a calendar and I got to get to the printer and I got it. Oh God. I, I, I had all these things and all this stuff and the shuffle. And, and then, um, my friend Camo was like, or maybe it could have been XT. She's like, um, honey, who's going to be on the covers? Have you decided? And I was like, oh, fuck. I, I had completely forgot about the covers. Completely. And I remember. So then what'd you do? <laughs> I called Jeepkeeper and I was like, uh, hey, I go to the printer on Friday and um, I've got two days off this week and I'm going to be in LA on these days, do you want to get together and do like a, a fucking photo shoot with me with like my best friend in Gigsville? And you were like, um, I fucking go to school and I work and I can't like, you know, like hang out with you, you know, those days. And I was like that. And I was like, well, shit. And so then all of a sudden I was like, well, fuck it. It's in two days. Like I go to the printer in two days and yeah. I don't have a cover or a front or a back cover. I was like, well, fuck it. I got it. I guess it's going to be me. And so I went to downtown LA to find some khaki shit. Cause like all my Burning Man stuff stays up on mom and my dad's in the Bay area in like very dusty bins in the garage. So you know, which ones were those? Cause Oh, that's cat's shit, you know, cause it's dusty. 
Um, so I didn't have any of my costumes. Like, I don't keep my ranger costumes at home. Like, please. Um, so I was just like, well, fuck. And so I went and I bought some stuff and I, I got some khaki stuff, whatever I could find in downtown LA in the garden, in the garment district that was khaki colored. And like, I show up at Camo's house and I've got a, some, I was like, well, it should say Rangers on it. Cause like, hi, we should have Rangers on. So it says cover, it. Yeah. So I, I bought some fucking iron on letters and I'm like, it came out apartment ironing on letters that say <laughs> Ranger. And we go to do this photo and then Camo or somebody there was just like, are these people going to come after you? Is the board going to come after you if you use their logo? Are they going to be fucking pissed? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to be pissed. Cause again, I'm not like painting them in the, like the kindest of light. Um, and yeah, I think they might be, but I did put the, the, the person that's in charge of the Rangers. I made sure I got a photo of her so she couldn't fucking deny it. I mean, I was smart enough to do that. Um, but that's when, he, when my friend was like, oh, hey, well, guess what? Um, let's take the ranger symbol and then we'll put like a cross on the bottom and it'll turn into a women's symbol, a circle with a cross, you know, on the bottom. And, and, um, and that way you've changed the logo a little so they can't like go after you for copyright shit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that's smart. We should do that. And then he's like, oh, you should have a ranger tattoo. That would look sexy. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And so he fucking put a, a <laughs> ranger, this made up ranger logo in fucking Sharpie on like my, like right here on my like almost tit. Um, the only thing I could find that was khaki downtown LA was like a tank top. And so I'm like, well, I'll put a fucking tank top on and, and, and I had a bra on and then Camo was like, I don't think these look very cool. And I was like, should I take my bra off? And he's like, yeah, let's do that. And so I was like, okay. So I like took my bra off and I put on this tank top and I've got this like, you know, like fake ass tattoo and Sharpie on me. And, and I was like, okay, cool. We'll take that picture. And then he's like, well, the, if we take the front, then the back should be your ass. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. And so like, <laughs> I'm not even making this up. And so like, like, oh, okay. So then I, I found like this like khaki camo skirt. Cause again, that was the only khaki. Khaki's not an easy color to come by. Um, and so I was like, okay. And then I put that on and I, we took some photos and I was like, ah. and then we sent the photos to like, you know, I put it in the envelope and we sent it to the fucking CBS or whatever. And the pictures came back and I was like, holy shit, these look really crazy and sexy. And I'm like, whoa. And so I was like, well, I don't want anybody to know that it's me. Cause I want the calendar to be women. the women of khaki. I didn't want the fucking logo on the front. I didn't want a group of women cause I didn't want to pick five women. Yeah, but a popularity contest was yeah. really, I didn't want it to be a popularity thing. I wanted everybody to be equal. I wanted everyone to feel that they were awesome enough that they could be on the wall of whomever. Yeah. And I think so, that was something that, generated so much positive feedback about the calendar was that it, all shapes and sizes and ages and configurations yes. Yes. and yes. gender identity, yes. like the whole, it was so broad in its scope and it was all beautiful. It was gorgeous. Thank you. I, the, the calendar was, you know, let's be real. It was a big fuck you to the Borg for not giving us money for the sanctuary dome. Um, it was a big fuck you to the Ranger council for not letting me have a women's group. <laughs> 
<laughs> for, for saying I couldn't have the women in khaki. And it was also, most importantly, was my love letter to the women of khaki. Yes. You know, like it, these women, like back then there were so few Rangers and so few Ranger women. Um, you know, I mean, it was a big deal. And there was a camaraderie that I will never see again in my life. Um, you know, of the things we were doing in the, the organization that we were forming in something we wanted, you know, and, and it was a love letter for me to, you know, these women that had fed me, clothed me, given me rides. I mean, like I, you know, like had taken care of me to, that had made me the person that I am and was certainly back then. Um, so it was a love letter for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't want it to be a popularity contest. I wanted it to be all about them, not about me. And so that's why I cut my face and I cut my head off. I cut my body off. Like there really was, um, again, my friend that did the, <laughs> that did all the, um, that helped me with all the editing and stuff. He took, I have a mole on my shoulder that he took off. He <laughs> airbrushed a mole off of there because he was like, well, I didn't want, you know, like in case somebody could recognize your mole. And I was like, Oh, sweetheart, that's really kind of you. But I, you know, okay. But thank you. You know, like I didn't want anyone to know that it was me. That was really important to you for a long time. That was like oh, a well-guarded yes, yes. secret. And there were only a few people that knew and you really want to make sure people didn't. And then you did have like a kind of coming out process about it a few years ago when the women of khaki. Right. Well, I mean, and it was funny cause like I didn't really think anything of it again. I was, I, the deadlines were just crunching. I mean, you know, that's really all I could see. I could see that next deadline that I was, you know, to get to the printer. So it could be back in time for Christmas. So it could be holiday gift, you know, and again, January. Hello. Um, and so it, it really, I didn't really think about it. And then I remember Tiara emailing me or calling me or whatever and going like, have you seen um, the flip side list? And I was like, no, I don't follow that. And she's like, okay, well, so they're saying that the Rangers hired a model to take these photos because no ranger woman looks like that. Mm. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What is wrong with people? You know, I was just like, I, so as soon as that came out and then that was where this was going, I was like, Oh, I don't want anyone to know it's me. You know, because then it was just like, nah, like it, it is ranger women. Did you sell all the calendars? Oh gosh. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was crazy. Well, that was the next thing. Like, so all these orders started coming in and I was like, Oh shit, I have to mail these. Right. I hadn't even dawned on me that that was part of this thing. And so that's when I called, um, keeper and I was like, Hey, um, we need to show up en masse so we can fill out these envelope things because I ordered a thousand calendars <laughs> and I have like 900 and something orders and I, I, I hadn't even. Right. And Peach, Peaches actually, I think she had interns at her work that were like manually taking like the addresses and putting them on stickers in some Excel spreadsheet that I, I again, I probably, I didn't know how to fucking work an Excel yeah. spreadsheet. <laughs> I didn't own a computer. Um, so you made the money for the, for the dome. Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wrote, um, I just decided I was going to just write the checks to black Swan. Mm -hmm. So I took, I took the printer cost out. Um, I took some money out for the postage 
and for the big envelopes, the manila envelopes. At the time, again, I'm waitressing. And so I would get off my lunch shift and I would go to the post office near my lunch restaurant and I would sit on the floor in Sharpie filling out address um, on the on the <laughs> envelopes. And then they'd be like, Gert, it's time for you to leave. We're locking the door. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 just this one more. Um, and then I would mail these off, you know, to um, – to fucking Canada, to Europe. I sent two to Japan. Um, but you have to remember, you know, this is 2005. Nobody in fucking Japan had heard about the burn. Um, the fact that I mailed two to Japan just blew my mind. Yeah. Um, and so I did. I sent all these off and, you know, come like, you know, January 2005. And I just took a deep breath and I was like, whew, I'm done. We did it. We made all this money. I, I, I put, I got all the money back that I put on my credit card, you know, which was a big deal Huge. for me. Yeah. Um, cause I didn't know if that was going to happen. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Um, and so I did, you know, I got all the money back. I wrote multiple checks to black Swan cause I figured that she would get a proper cover that she would maybe buy some cots um, you know, so people aren't just laying on the floor, you know, and snacks. I mean, she needed all those things because nobody was supplying them for her. Yeah. This is like the duocracy story with capital D all over it. I mean, just yeah, well, but the, again, the I, I came from Giggsville. That is our mom, that, that we are the one that fucking invented that duocracy word. Um, you know, so anyways, like. I, I, you know, I sent it off and I sent the checks and I was like, yay, I win. And then that's when all the real shit started to go down because the Borg was furious. Um, I mean, I had, I had Andy Grace calling me um, cause she and I were friends through the circles that we all ran in back then. And she was like, girl, what the fuck is going on? Your name is being brought up in meetings in not a kind way. You need to, you need to get out in front of this and like tell your story. Cause I know you and I know you're an honest person, but the Borg is saying that you are went and collected all this money and that you're going to fucking Hawaii, <laughs> that you're going on vacation. And, and then they also accused me of stealing the list of all the regional reps back then. And I was like, I didn't steal a list. It's on the fucking web. It's on your website. I yeah. mean, but I had to, again, click every single one yeah, yeah. eventually and copy and paste their email. Um, yeah, they accused me of stealing the list. They accused me of raising all that money in their name and then going to Hawaii um, with it. They, they accused me of all of these what, different what things. What was the outcome of all that? Oh, I remember being at, again, the Playa Rom, and I'm standing around a burn barrel with Sea Dog, the then um, director, oh uh, Bob, a, Badger, and that's Joe. A long, that's a long time, by the way, when that calendar came out, and Sea Dog. <laughs> that's years. <laughs> well, hi, I've already quoted Bogman. I mean, might as well go to, down, to, down that bad road to Sea Dog. Um, I remember, and it was like, yeah, there was like a handful, but my tribe, my rangers, my, me, you know, and we're standing around this burn barrel and Sea Dog's like, what the hell, Cathosaurus? Um, do you know how much flack I'm getting for you right now and your little calendar project? You might as well just bend me over and fuck me up the ass. And I quote. And then I was like, whatever, dude, I fucking made money for the things that we need. 
And if you're not going to fucking stand up to the bat and take one for the team and get it done, then I'm going to fucking do it. And you know that about me. So shut the fuck up. And then he was like, rah, 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 and he got even more angry. And then, and then he said it again. Well, you might as well just bend me over and fuck me up the ass over a barrel, Kethosaurus, about, you know, how you do this. And, and, you know, I'm standing here with my tribe, my tribe of, of rangers, two of which are openly gay. And it was so offensive the way he was saying that because it just mm-hmm. it bugs me when people use that kind of terminology and put queer in such a nasty light. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And so I turned around to him and I said, you know what, Sea Dog? If I was going to bend you over and fuck you up the ass, you'd like it and you'd ask for more. So shut the fuck up. And then Badger goes, <laughs> he goes, girlina, and he clutched his pearls. You know? <laughs> and I was like, no, fuck this guy. I was like, he doesn't get to talk to me like that. Like, yeah, so there was a lot of, I got into a lot of trouble. It's many years later. Many years well, later. Well, hello. Yeah, what was, the, what was the, the very end of it? When did you stop feeling like you were on the hot seat for that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I never, it was disheartening, to say the least. Um, mm. But the people that did know, know me personally, you know, like Andy Grace and a few others were like, come on, guys, seriously? I know this woman. Um, you know, she's, she's getting shit done. That's just how she does it. And every once in a while, somebody gets drunk and bored on a Saturday night and they'll find the photo of my tits or my ass and they'll throw it up on all calm so everybody can have a little hissy fit. And, and like, what was it two years ago? Somebody did that. And then I get this text from Badger going like, Hey, girlina, they're talking shit about you on all calm again. You might, you might want to pay attention. And I was like, fuck those bitches. He's like, no, nah, let's put it to an end. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And so I was just like, you know what it, I, and I was like, yeah. but then there were some women on the women of khaki list, which of course has now moved to Facebook. And they were, um, do I say it keeper? They, they were slut shaming me about the photo and about how um, misogynistic it was that my head was cut off and my, it was just my ass and it was just my tits and, and blah, 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 blah. And, and that, that is what was disheartening as well. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be slut shamed by a group that I fucking started um, for reasons that you don't even know. But again, it's not your fault that you don't know. And that's actually 14 years later when I came out and I said, it is me, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there were people over the years of which I will not mention said it was them, um, <laughs> you know, that they were the cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, wait, do it, do it. you know, cause again, okay. it wasn't about me. It was about the Ranger women. And if you want to say that that's your ass and your tits, girl, go for it. <laughs> like it's your thing, you know, and, and I never, Let your wildest dreams come true. <laughs> bah, you know, and, and I, I had just come off. I had, I had been living abroad for two years, again, not owning a car. And so I, I was in the best shape. I have ever been in when those photos were taken truly honestly my ass was awesome my ass has never looked like that since Um, (laughs) I I had walked for two years straight you know everywhere I was going across the fucking globe twice you know so I yeah my ass was amazing then um 
So, I, you know, again, I don't blame anybody for wanting to say that that's them. Again, because it wasn't about me. But I, at that point, when I was getting slut-shamed for it, that really fucking hurt. And I did do a open letter to the women of khaki. Because mm-hmm. there were several women that just wouldn't let it go. And even Sky and you and a few others were like, hey, you know, that was before you got here. That oh, was a different, different time. time. Yeah. You don't know any of the backstory in that. Um, but again, it's some ranger guy that gets drunk on a Saturday night that's bored and nobody's paying attention to him and he'd throw the photo up on there and it's every few years and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, and, and I never addressed it on all calm because I was just like, you, you're not even worth my time. I mean, I know that doesn't sound kind, but I was just like, whatever. Um, the project was done and I didn't need to be the babysitter of it. But right. yeah, it was when the women of khaki that were being so nasty about it that's when I was just like you know what no I'll I'll now's the time I should have done yep. that before but okay. um, yeah I don't well know. that's an amazing story I think on so many <laughs> levels like it's so insightful because it shows the needs in the side of the department the scrappiness of just like well we need to have rangers we need to have this space for people which now is like sanctuary but at the time just needed a place to be there's a right. need from inside the community. Black Swan said it. You jumped on there. Hell yeah, there's a need for that. I've got your back, girl. Oh, Haiku, you can help. Okay, I've got this crazy idea. Great. Let's just go do this thing. Yeah. And how about the Air Burning Man this year? And then all the effort and work and hacks and people pulling into it and ways to make it work from Cavissimo to Peach's secretary to whoever, <laughs> your best friend from college, right? Right. Like, no, I mean, get the shit done. It's a and then, and then you're like standing in front of the firing line for doing the thing that's visionary and moving the department forward and all this stuff and having to defend that. And then it's still 14 years later. It's such a touchstone within the department, right? Which now has lots of women in it. Still not maybe as many as we could or should, but no. it's a completely different place now completely different identity for the group and for i would hope god bless them it was not pretty yeah for starting this hearing that last bit about in the recent past being slut shamed about it it's sort of proof that you did something really amazingly good because people can still throw shit at it 14 years later 14 years later we're still gonna talk about it it's just like god bless it you know i remember you you contacted me keeper and you're like hey do you have any of those old photos and i'm just like in a Tupperware, in a box, <laughs> in my closet. I had some floppy disks. So I'm not even the hard case ones, not the big ones. Yeah, three and a half, ones. those Mac, yeah. old Mac ones. Right. And then I had a few that I'd managed to get on a, because some of the artists or some of the people that were helping with the layouts were, were burning CDs and giving them to me. So I had a Tupperware in the top of the thing in the box with the stuff and the junk that I had floppies and some CDs in. And that was all I had left of that project, you know, because again, I was on a borrowed computer. I didn't own yeah. a computer. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, well, I've got our photograph up framed right above my desk. I see it every day, and I oh, love it. Oh, <laughs> baby. Not everybody wanted to have their picture taken, um, and not everybody wanted, not that they didn't want to be a part of the project, but I don't think that they felt that they had the worth of being in. I mean, let's face it. I made a 1,000 calendars that were up on somebody's wall somewhere, and yeah. I don't think a lot of the women at that time felt that they were good enough to be in that I don't, would you say that I'm saying that right? 
Yeah, the, that's the power of the project, though, right? That yeah. like, you maybe you don't want to be that singular person, or, or you have those doubts or whatever. But there's fifty of us. There's fifty right. people in a place that we love, doing a thing that right. we value, showing up together and being and being represented together. And when you say that's your love note to the women of Khaki, I feel like that love was well received and then some, and you know, percolated right. out into the world. You know, that was. Well, and, and again, that's why 14 years later, when somebody's going to slut shame me for the covers, it's just like, fuck you bitches. Yeah. Um, you know, which isn't, you know, that's not very love letter to my uh, women of khaki. Of yeah. The current, the other you know. thing that's kind of unfortunate is that there's still people afraid to step up and be a part of things like that. There's still women in the Rangers who are asked the same, like you did with the calendar, like, do you want to be on this podcast or do you want to be interviewed? And they just don't want to do it. Yeah. It's- which is fine. But we still have more work to do, and I want to figure out a way to to support and make people feel like they can yeah. contribute in the way that you did when you made that calendar, because that was a bold, bold-ass move, um, and it paid off. And I'd like to encourage people to do that, and also encourage people, women, to be involved in things like this, to come out and speak about their stories. Because mm. yours, is, yours is an amazing one. I have a really? good story on you, Splinter. I remember being at the Freeloader pre-event one time and you in your tent and you rolled out of your tent at whatever time in the morning it was and you were brushing your teeth with whiskey um <laughs> and what, you were still drunk from the night before what's the unique part of this story yeah exactly i mean i was trying to see because i when i think about the rangers and and the Borg and like a lot of these things. Like I don't remember the good stories. I just want to say thank you so much. It's been oh, baby, please. a pleasure to hear the old stories. It's oh, so good love. to reconnect with you. It's fun to go down the memory lane. I hold you in my heart. I hope you know that. Same. Always have. Thanks, Kat. There you have it, Radio Check Podcast listeners. Our conversation with Ranger Cathasaurus. On behalf of Splinter, myself, and Capsaurus, thanks for that trip down memory lane together. We'll see you next time. Radio, 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 rad